in the ad accounts. This, that, and the third. The QBM Radio Chicago, a service of urban broadcast media. Fighting over rings against warm beat came, but long little cheek for a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long little cheek, chicken fighting over rings against warm beat came, but long little cheek. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long little cheek, uh. It's the lifestyle show that gives you life. This, that, and the third on UBM Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Calvin King the Third and Reese PC. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy Calvin Leroy King the Third, and you are now tuned in to another episode of This, That, and the Third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media. And I have my lovely co-hostess with the mostest, Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter Cup. What's up? Just checking in one time for the one time. And for those of y'all that were not with us last week, man, first and foremost, shame on you. But I will let you know that you missed some good things. But we're gonna be able to recap and catch you on up, right? So uh, let's start with uh, maybe some favorite parts from. Uh, last week that stood out to you, Reese. But is there anything in particular that you were like, yo, man, I just want to talk about that topic again, or I really love that, or whatever, whatever. What stood out last week to you? Um, We never spend enough time on relationships. So you want to do that today? Of course. Okay, we'll get to the nitty-gritty, man. And, uh, again, for those of y'all that may have missed it, we talked about Women's History Month. You know what I'm saying? We celebrated uh, Kathy Hughes, who is the founder and CEO of TV One Radio. So shout out to all the lovely sisters out there making trends and blazing trails for women's history. And then in entertainment, we talked about a whole lot of shit. We talked about Remy versus Nikki, right? And we'll have an update on that. We talked about the Oscars and how um, La La Land won a lot of awards. But then there was a complete mishap at the end of the show where they mistakenly were awarded Picture of the Year or whatever. But it actually went to Moonlight. Uh, We talked about how... Denzel didn't w- walk away with uh, any Oscars, unfortunately, even though he had an amazing performance for Vincent, which we'll touch on in a moment. And then we talked about how the lovely queen, Ms. Viola Davis, actually did win for supporting actress or leading. Was it leading actress, leading female? Uh-uh, supporting. Supporting. There we go. All right, we talked about Chappelle's show, man, and is Dave Chappelle ahead of his time, man? He because was. for those of y'all that were woke on the Chappelle show when it was actually on, I think now it's uh, more so syndicated or you can YouTube it, what have you, if you ain't got the DVDs or the Blu-rays. But, um, yeah, man, he just talked on a lot of, touched on a lot of topics, rather, during his show, which has been off the air for quite a while now, that, you know, we still experiencing a lot of those things that he was talking about back then today and i had never seen it yeah she was late <laughs> she was late as as usual she's now she's, oh, <laughs> really? she's she uh never on schedule always on time right and then we also talked about get out but our guests last year uh last week rather dave jeff and then the lovely miss reese piece of peanut butter cup hadn't seen it so we'll actually be able to talk about get out in a little bit more depth today um, special guest once again was Dave Jeff and we talked about God family fashion and he talked about one of the biggest things that stood out to me about the interview when we played the game this then the third with him I asked him what his biggest mistake or regret in life was and he said there's no such thing as mistakes in life because every single experience that you have good bad or indifferent is a lesson and a potential blessing so that was one of the biggest takeaways from the big homie Dave Jeff aka the fly guy be sure to check him out 
on all social media by following Dave Jeff and by uh, looking at his clothes on flyworldwide.com. And then last but not least, in relationships, we talked about deal breakers. Do you remember what your deal breaker was? You said, nigga, poot in the bed. No, I didn't Oh, what'd you that. say? Well, no, what was the deal breaker? I said several baby mamas. Several? <laughs> several. You know several means seven. Well, you think two is common. Two is You're common. You're like, oh, just two? Two baby mamas is like the it's norm. More than, that's, that's the, the problem. norm. That's the problem. Al, how many baby mamas you got? Two at least. Come on, man. I'll just play. I'll just play. <laughs> how many baby mamas you got? Uh, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I'm not the norm. I'm anything but the norm. I'm anything but the norm, okay? Please believe me. All right. But that was last week, man. So let's talk a little bit more about this week. Shout out to my man, D. Curtis Randall on the boards. Always hold it down and running the board like a motherfucking track star. All right. So shout out to anybody that's tuned in on the live. We got Liddy. Liddy Lonnie as the shooter no, designated. No. no, no. Shout out to the SIP that just got off the airwaves. Y'all need to check them out every Friday night, uh, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock right here on Urban Broadcast Media. Shout out to Black Rob in the background. You remember this? Whoa. Remember the whoa? You remember the whoa dance? Days, yes. Man, come on, man. When all you had to do is bicep curls just to be cool. Well, we didn't do that, but I mean. That was the, that was the whoa. Whoa. You don't remember that? That was I'm the dance for the video. The girls didn't do that. You was backing that ass up. That's what you was doing. Too. Whoa. <laughs> ass like, whoa. All right. So um, we're going to talk about how our weeks went, man. Is that cool? Can we get a little intimate, a little personal before we get to our special guest? All right. So I'll go first. I had the opportunity to check out with my lovely uh, niece's pieces, Nono and Damo. We got to see an exclusive sneak peek of beauty. And the motherfucking beast. And uh, tell me about that. I'm going to tell you about it, man. Because you warned me. You warned me. You warned me. So we go to the show. This was at the um, AMC Theater over there on Illinois, kind of by Navy Pier, what Mm -hmm, have you, right? mm -hmm. So it's nice, extravagant, whatever, whatever. So first and foremost, we go up in that motherfucker, and they like, all right, we need you to put the reserve signs up. We like, okay, check. Then they was like, all right, we need you to, you know what I'm saying, y'all going to usher on this side, y'all going to usher on this side. I was like, cool. Do we have time to eat? They was like, man, go ahead. Gee. Chicken chicken uh, fingers, fries, pops or slushies, whatever, and um, two hot dogs. $59. Okay, pause. What the fuck? Now you see why <laughs> I am not a moviegoer. Gee. It's ridiculous. You're a bootlegger for a reason. For a reason. You are Nucky Thompson, nigga. And the Listen. fire stick isn't bootlegging. That is. That's, that's, not. that's cool bootlegging. Everybody has it. You boot streaming, nigga. It's the same thing, <laughs> man. Anyway. But I got uh, $50 in my pocket. You do. Let me get that. <laughs> but the uh, actual performance you know what i'm saying it wasn't an animated movie right so it was real it was 3d so mm-hmm. i like that mm-hmm. it was 3d it was uh action-packed it, it, it kind of had you know what i'm saying a lot of different good graphics and cgi and all that good stuff but the storyline now i'm a dude so i'm not as in tune with the fairy tales as i probably could have been growing up mm-hmm. but beauty and the beast i just knew it was an ugly nigga and a pretty girl you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. But the shit got deep. And what did I say? What did the, I there say? was an undertone of just fun. It was, it was a fun undertone. There was a lot of fun boys in the movie. And I was just kind of like, okay. So the nieces are tapping me like, hey, what's up with dude? And I'm like, Reese told us. Reese warned us. <laughs> she warned us. But the funniest thing, I don't want to ruin the movie. It was time that it was time that the villagers or the village people was ready to just go get active mm-hmm. against uh, the beast and go right. storm the castle. Right. And there was one black dude in the whole movie. They had him with the George Washington wig and everything like that. And when they lit up them pitchforks and whatever and them torches and was like, yeah, let's go get them. Right. This nigga was standing there like, let's not. Because yeah. I know what that feels like, G. Let's not play the game, right. G. That was another undertone. That was another little undertone, man. But it was a dope movie. I definitely recommend it for all the grown people 
and all the young people, man. Check it out and let us know what How y'all young? think. Um, I mean, I saw babies in there. You know what I'm saying? I think the youngest person in there that I saw was probably like a, a elementary, you know what I'm saying, like a second grader. Okay. So it is what it is. It ain't no cursing, but there is kind of those just like you said my that boys undertone. Won't be watching no beauty in the beast. Eh, well, will they be bootlegging it? That's my question. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um, besides that, Mr. Cool was in town. You know the man right here. Right. He was at a uh, Little Black Pearl about a week ago. Shaking it fast. Yeah. And um, my question is. Out of the, all the No Limit MCs, you know what I'm saying? Who was your favorite No Limit MC? Was it Mystical or was it somebody else? Because he was like the only one that was an actual rapper. Okay, on I got a question. Who are they? Masterpiece, <laughs> C Murder, Silk, Mr. Servon, Goddamn, right. Mama Mia. Right. Come on, man. Okay, so Silk had maybe one or two Silk, Silk, that I remember. He just couldn't stay on beat. He just couldn't stay on beat. So I would say Mystical is the most remembered. Right, right. And he now, had hits. He definitely he did. The man writes here. I smell smoke. I smell smoke Shake too. Shake it fast, danger, yeah, yeah all that shit. Um, yeah, it was a whole, it was a whole bunch of them shits. And horse and carriage remix with mystical, with Cameron and who? Cameron and Mace. Nah, I don't remember that one. Uh, I remember Silk and Maya. I'm just, right, I only remember only Silk and Maya. <laughs> Ah, uh, nah, I don't remember that one. Also, the locks were in town this week. They were at House of Blues a couple days ago. And, uh, you know, shout out to, what is it, Chic, Chic Lutz, uh, Styles P, and obviously J-A-D-A, got drama with the feds and the D-A. And they, they, they were dope, you know what I'm saying? They were on Bad Boy at one point with the whole puffy suit uh, movement, and then they moved over to Rough Riders. So my question is, were they your favorite rap duo or trio? Or if not, who was? Was it like a Run DMC? Did you like Onyx? Did, who'd you I, like? I wasn't really a Locks fan. You Onyx, like the Locks? Onyx was like one song I can remember. Yeah, slam. Yeah. Definitely yeah. Slam. Definitely um, Slam. I mean, you know, it just depends on what they come out with. I'm right. not... I'm not a fan, okay? Not a fan. I'm not a fan right. of anybody. You fair weather with it. Yeah. You fair whatever's if whatever's it hot me that rock, summer. I'm a rock. Okay. Don't yeah. I don't know, man. I think that um the locks they kind of they kind of had it. And what I really like about them, especially in this new piece, I think it's called um, Filthy America, something like that. But they got a new mixtape out, and it's dope, and they touring it. But I think that they just some real ass niggas. So they was always, you know, how money can make you act funny or whatever. It didn't happen to them. So whether Jada Kiss is the most popular dude, that could matter less to them. They just like, man, when he succeeds, we all succeed. If right. he's hurting, we all hurting. Mm-hmm. But they kind of stay tight as a unit. Well, I would say I saw them on Deuces and Marrow mm-hmm. um, recently, and they were cool. And that was some of the questions they asked them, like, just how have you guys stayed cool? Have you had beefs and stuff? And he was like, no, we... Right. We just some real niggas. There's some real niggas, if man. If we have an issue, we talk it out and then we move talk on. Talk it out and walk it out. All right. So that's my weekend review. How about your weekend review? What you been on? Well, I finally saw Fences. Congratulations. Can I we know. can we slow clap you in? Can we slow clap you in? <laughs> Fuck you mean you just finally saw Fences, G. It's been out since the sixties. I whatever. <laughs> right, so what'd you think about it? What'd you think about it? It was Phenomenal. Okay, okay. Like I'm disappointed that it didn't get like best picture or it didn't get something. Right. Because it was a really good movie. And I feel like the fact that uh Denzel didn't change anything from the original play right. from August Wilson, a lot of millennials and a lot of people just don't go see plays anymore. True. So they were able to see 
that at its true, you know what I'm saying, what it embodied. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And no changes, no nothing. Yeah. And it was just about a, um, an African-American family during those times. Right. I just didn't expect it to go the way it did. Man. I mean, I Man. thought I was excited there. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, nigga. Man, he came. He came <laughs> and, and and he ain't sit her down, but he had to break the news to Shorty. Like, look, I got something to That's tell what you. It, but you know what I'm saying? It, it just. I think everybody can relate to having a, uh, a mentally challenged family member. Right, right. Um, to, to to having a son or a family member who only come around when they want something. Oh man. Um, to having a best friend that you kind of congregate with after work. And right, right, to. right, buddy. Um, and I think in that time, the generation women dealt with. all all of that right and they stayed yeah yeah I but mean, that so was the thing it was like part of the territory wasn't it it was kind of understood that niggas was rolling stones back then and you just got to get down to lay down i mean but before then it, i feel like the before then like if you go back to maybe your great great grandfather mm -hmm. i don't think that that was necessarily the case i think as time changed and as modernization and things like that started to happen mm -hmm. i think yeah niggas got free right I don't know, man. I think that on the slave plantation, the way that they was trained to breed the buck niggas and the well, the bam, it was kind of understood in that family setting. Like, this all our daddies. I don't think it was understood. Let's not say that. It, it was, was accepted, though. It was accepted, though. I don't think though. they had a choice. Right, yeah. Okay. But the <laughs> they were forced to fuck. <laughs> you gonna fuck her? Did you go fuck her? She got a nice six pack. You smashing that next? I, I mean, it was all an economy thing back then. Whatever, though. but I mean, overall, I think the film is good. If you haven't seen it, I think you need to check it out. I think you can relate on so many different levels okay. um, to this film, and, and it's just a good family film. All right, and with the one minute we left, we have in the review section. What else did you see? Get out. Okay, Get let me just talk about out. I went to the movies. <laughs> I paid seventeen fifty. You did. And they got your ass. I was, I was disappointed. I'm <laughs> sorry. I was really disappointed. Everybody loves Get Out. Why don't you fuck Not with everybody. it? Not everybody. And let me tell you this. As I was posting my stuff about Get Out, mm -hmm. I had a director text me and said, you know what? It didn't meet my expectations either. I was quite disappointed. Wow. Just because of all the hype, right. I just expected more. I feel like the whole, the, the fact that white people want blacks genetics, mm -hmm. I've seen that. And I can't pinpoint exactly where I've seen that and what storyline, but I feel like I've seen that. And we watched Tales it's from called, the Hood um, earlier. It's called Life. Just life in general, because that shit is real. What you mean, G? What you mean? What okay. movie? It's life. And that could be it, because I lived in Iowa. Right. So I've lived in those kind of environments. We apologize. I lived in Arizona, where they most men only date white women. Excuse like, them. So Excuse just, them. Yeah. I just felt like it wasn't that original. It was a good movie. His marketing was phenomenal. Right. Obviously, he the word it. of mouth was killing it though, because like you said with the expectations, I think Rotten Tomatoes' perfect score played into that. That's and the helped. word of mouth, everybody was like, "Oh, this is the wave. This is dope." Blah blah blah. And then if nobody would have said that, and you just would have saw it. You probably wouldn't have been as disappointed. If Rotten Tomatoes wouldn't have gave it that score, because right. they never. Because that's like an unbelievable score, score uh -huh. right? Okay. All right, man. And then last but not least, they got the little challenge. Get out we're challenge. What is that? Okay, so remember um, in the movie uh, when the, the, the black, I don't know, what was he, the landscaper? Yeah, he was like the groundskeeper. Right. He Grandpa. It was like at night, oh boy was outside taking smoke, and oh boy just started running, yeah. running real, real Full fast. Full speed. Yeah, like to him, and then he made a quick left. Right. So this challenge is people running really fast, making a quick left. Yeah, and busting their ass. Yeah. Yeah, y'all got to check that out at hashtag get out challenge, man. You will see some of the funniest renditions of uh, Grand. Keeper grandpa, groundskeeper grandpa from the movie Get Out. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. We didn't ruin it, hopefully, for you, but we did give you some uh, insight on it. All right, so we're going to move out of our week in review, and we're talking about.
some of our favorite posts throughout the week. Before we get to our special guest, we're going to let y'all know we got somebody, one of Zion's finest in the building, man. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned to this, that, and the third. And make sure you check us out each and every Friday, regardless of how dope our guest is. Y'all can just fuck with us just regular, too. You know what I'm saying? Every Friday at 8, right here on Urban Broadcast Media. Check us out on the website, uh, www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com, or you can download the app at your app store or Google Play, and it's just spelled as it sounds, Urban Broadcast Media. All right? And anytime that you don't catch the show on Facebook Live or whatever, shout out to my man BEN in the building. Um, make sure that you check us out also on SoundCloud and or iTunes anytime that you want to. If you want to steal company time and just listen to a dope podcast, you know what I'm saying? Do that steal shit. And, and tell your boss to hit, hit, hit us up if you got questions. Fuck that nigga or her. Don't get fired, Joe. Don't get fired, but, you know, get suspended. All right? So we're going to go on to post it up, man. And uh, in this section, we're talking about some of our favorite posts from throughout the week. Now, one thing I ran across, and I don't know who posted it, but it just said, man, describe your ex using the word I, well, using the word is a. So I-S-S-A. So my ex is a. Can you do that? What is you your ex? You know what? I, I kept thought, I, I thought you kept saying Issa. Issa, because you're so in I love. I was like, what? Yeah. Issa what? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Nah, Issa. This is how the kids talk. Obviously a childlike post. But uh yeah, Issa. I, don't I mean, know. Give Issa. me an example. So What's my ex like? my ex <laughs> is a amazing um parent. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Oh, you took the high, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, <laughs> wheels up. <laughs> wheels up. You ain't gonna catch no mess out of me on this show, D. So yeah, that's an example. My ex is a dope parent. What's your mm-hmm. ex? Any one of your ex don't have to be most recent. Uh, <laughs> we know you got a plethora. Smorgasbord. Um, my ex, I don't know, because I, I don't. It's think a about memory. My ex. <laughs> <laughs> my ex is a motherfucking memory. Exactly. All right. It's so what about um? What if I asked you, my parent or my parents? My, my parent is a any parent, either one of them. Um. Wait. What'd you say? No, no. Issa. You gotta put emphasis on the sir. Issa. Issa, my parent oh, oh. Issa, you are, you grown. I am. You grown out here. My parent um, Issa. My parent is uh. Okay, let me take the high road. <laughs> um, sometimes overbearing. Okay. You know, moms okay. want you to do stuff their way. That happens. And that know, occurs. I'm a mom too. That I occurs. Do it my way. So you see me? You was there. All right. Uh, I would say my, because my father's deceased, God rest his soul. My mother is a, I would say beast, but a more appropriate word is a soldier. She ain't for none, G. She pulled up on me the other day. This was for the Super Bowl, so it went the other day. But, you know, she be in and out of town because she don't stay in Illinois no more. I know, that's right. Mom got a life too. Pulls up on me, full army fatigues, all types <laughs> of shit, man. I'm like, Mom, are you on or off the clock? Like, what's going on? She's like, nah, I just be rocking this shit these days. I'm like, <laughs> I'm fucking a DC sniper and shit. But my mom is definitely a soldier. If you haven't met her, shout out to uh, Sister Sherry, a.k.a. Pastor King. All right. My last boss, Issa, according to No No. My last boss, Issa. What oh, is your cool. last boss? Yeah, cool. cool. Last mm-hmm. boss, okay. He was cool. Okay. I had okay. to think about it. Like, it's been a while since I had a boss. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't do bosses. <laughs> D. Carter said, let me get a turn. <laughs> I, I don't know about your boss. <laughs> Speak on that shit. He said, <clears throat> he said give me the mic. <laughs> right. No, I don't really we don't really do bosses, man. I, I told myself um 
way back when in 2015 i wasn't gonna work for anybody i was gonna work with people right. my most memorable boss though is asada moore we gonna have her on the show for women's history month hopefully and she's dope so my um my last boss is a dope person she actually uh is real into real estate right now and i'm actually renting out one of the condos that she got so she's been a blessing in my life in more than one way so shout out uh mama moore mama asada all right so what what's going on with spat chance by uh michelle mitchell from the sun times what the fuck she talking about Okay, so you know that uh, Chance donated a million dollars to CPS, right? Yeah, we know, we know. That's a good thing, right? That's a great thing, mm-hmm. considering. And um, this this uh, journalist, Mary Michelle, mm-hmm. wrote an article about Chance um, and him not paying his child support. Come on. As if that had anything to do with... One of these things is not like the other. Right, and so the the issue, and I actually just signed a petition. I saw this petition on Facebook okay. um, about getting her removed and just boycotting her sometimes yeah. because I think it came from him speaking ill about Wanda. Yeah. And, and he didn't say anything, really. He, he was just honest. He was like, I don't think the meeting went anywhere. Right. What's wrong with that? Nigga Rana said, don't be transparent, nigga. <laughs> don't be truthful. How dare you? Right, but Don't I tell mean, a lie on me. he didn't say anything wrong, and so then the ne- immediately the next day, all oh, chance ain't paying child support. Yeah, so yeah. he came out with a video that night right. with him, his baby mama, caked and his up, kid, man. Like, caked Yo, up. Don't believe Do your job. Here. First yeah. thing out of his mouth said, "Do your job. Stop yeah. worrying about other people's families." So shout out to Chance, man. Yeah. He keeps he keeps it classy. Keep it classy, San Diego. He's actually going to be on um, Complex Mag. Mm-hmm. He's doing an interview with them. And I guess he's going to be as honest as he's ever been. Okay. Um, because uh, in the preview they showed that the journalist was asking in his lyric, you know, you said record labels keep trying to stop you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, let me be honest. So that, so go to their website and check that out. Okay. It should be dope. We love being nosy, so we will do that and have an update for you next week on this, then, <laughs> and third. And then you told me earlier offline that um, the new black-on-black crime is what? Oh, uh, reality TV. What? How so? so? So the um, the picture was just all the women from Love and Hip Hop, mm-hmm. and they're basically saying the TV producers um, are preying on uh, the most emotional, unstable, ignorant, and the most vain among us. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, alienating any potential future these women have of developing a legitimate career. Wow! So they basically saying, you know, Mona <laughs> Scott. <laughs> D. Really? Curtis with the sound effects. Right. Right. <laughs> Get a show some flavor. Wait, I was like, what happened to the music? <laughs> that was and that's like early we listened to that song and your phone rang. And I'm like, why the fuck is Drake on I this know. track? You like, that's my phone. Sorry. So, um, I mean, you know, Mona Scott, it was the creator of these shows. Yeah. Now, Mona Scott came in, um, I think, with Source magazine, mm-hmm. but she was in a, a male-dominated industry, right. and she has definitely made her own and made a lane for these women. My thing is, as a producer, I feel like you're giving these individuals a chance. Yeah. Now, if they agree to come on right. and sign up for that particular storyline, or they choose what storyline they want to go with, that's that individual's choice. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and they signing up for a check. Yeah. I mean, we Money. can control do, do, how Do something people, strange for a little piece of change, G. I would say the first season is usually the purest season, so it's not scripted at all. If people don't have a storyline, then of course the producers get together and they try to right. formulate something. Right. But I mean, for the most part, these are these women's stories, right. and, and they choose how they want to portray it on TV. Come on, man. So I, you know, I, I I wouldn't blame the producers necessarily. Right. I mean, give a little blame, right. but everybody's a little culpable there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think that at the end of the day, everybody has a price. Would you agree with that? Yeah, you everybody know has a price. Somebody commented on my page that you know, well, little girls are watching these shows. Yeah, and, this, this, and, that. and I totally understand that. But then again, that what happened to parenting? Yeah, Most they watching the shows. Watch who watching shows. them? 
right. So, Who I watching mean, them? It just has to be a line drawn in in every aspect. Yeah, come on, village people, stand up. All right, so we got one more piece <laughs> that we gonna say for relationships. That's cool. We kick it to relationships. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we are gonna move into sports. I'm gonna run through it so we can get to our special guest. So y'all stay with us. I right, on this down the third. So in sports. Um, I was looking up, you know, the Blackhawks. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's favorite team when they in the Stanley Cup. But during the regular season, nobody's checking for the Blackhawks. Well, no, so, I mean, they have a lot of, I would say no black people. That's what I'm saying. Like, they got a good fan base. He said one person. We got one person. But yeah. at the end of the day, my thing is, when is the right time to grab the fitted? Because as I understand it, there are one game, well, a couple games at most. But I think one game behind the Minnesota Wild for first place in the division or in the conference is less than 20 games left in the season. They looking pretty good. So when do we jump on this Blackhawks bandwagon? Is I'm it too sorry. early? I'm sorry. They're champions. Right. So you should already be on the bandwagon. People been on the Cubs bandwagon how long before yeah. they became champions? Yeah. So, I mean, if you like it, rock with it. Yeah, but I don't like it. I just want to know when. <laughs> <laughs> is it cool to be a Blackhawk fan out of town and shit? Once I ain't woke they, on that once shit. Once they get into the play, okay, so we're gonna go wait ahead. for these twenty games to go past. <laughs> All right, John Ross of the Washington of Washington University broke Chris Johnson's record for the forty yard dash in the NFL Columbine uh, Combine. Fuck <laughs> bowling for Columbine uh, in the NFL Combine this past weekend by running a four. 2-2 in the 40. Now, that shit's faster than my car. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So, this dude took off. And uh, there's, like, some little challenge that if in the combine you wear Adidas and then you set a record or whatever, mm-hmm. you get a lifetime endorsement or some shit from Adidas. He was like, eh, fuck that shit. Regardless of the probability I have of breaking this record, right. I'm still going to rock with what I rock with. And he rocked his Nike uh, cleats or spikes. Nike went ahead and said, well, shit, we going to give you an endorsement fresh out of college. He ain't even been drafted yet. So I think that's dope. But my that's question awesome. is, yeah, my question to you, Reese, is what are you so dope at that you think you deserve a professional endorsement for? And who would you want to endorse you? Um, yeah, well, that's okay. deep. That's deeper than so rap. I was at home thinking about this. Go ahead, part. go ahead. And... <laughs> D. Curtis laughing at me. D. Curtis said he would be endorsed by Pornhub.com. <laughs> he would be totally endorsed by X Videos. <laughs> Blowing back out since 1940. <laughs> no, no. I was and, and, Okay, so I was thinking about this, and I have, I have a few people tell me that, um, and I hate to say this because I think it's going to sound kind of confusing. Go ahead, go ahead. You can but, be clear and transparent here on this then the third. But somebody told me that. No, literally. Um, get naked. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What you say? <laughs> um, that I have a presence that people pay for, right? And so I feel like anything, I'll drink to that. I'll endorse anything. You know what I mean? Right, right. Whether it's anything mommy affiliated, hair care products, okay. um, anything positive, and anything that I use, okay. I wouldn't mind. So what if yeah. people was willing to pay to stream you breastfeeding? That wouldn't work because I didn't. I mean, Gerber. If Gerber would endorse that, what? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You didn't breastfeed. I didn't. I didn't. It didn't. Get, it didn't come. I you didn't stingy. get my milk like that. I didn't get it. You stingy. I didn't get it. Okay. Okay. And I, I think, was okay with that. <laughs> I, I think that's dope though to be able to not limit it to one thing and just be brand a, yeah. a brand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Shout out to Twin Media in the building. All right. Uh, so then also in sports, Russell Westbrook dropped 58 points in a loss. Right. So now we we are up. You know, towards the tail end of the season, we're trying to figure out who's going to be the MVP. And he's damn near averaging a triple-double. But some sources, including Stephen A., our first taker, saying that regardless of how many he averages, if he keeps dropping games to these lesser opponents, he's probably not going to win the MVP. So then in that case, will it go to James Harden? Will it go to LeBron? 
Um, I don't, I'm not even sure who else is being considered for it, but I would love to see Russ get it, especially when KD leaves, he flourishes. I mean, that would be like poetic justice in my opinion. But in my, my question is, what determines an MVP? So if he's averaging the most, av on average, he's averaging the most points, rebounds, and assists per game, but he's not the MVP, what are they looking for with an MVP? I think mean, you got to be a team player. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to motivate your team. You got to be able to lead your team. Um, you have to be an inspiration. Okay. Um, so it's more than just getting points. Right. I think. Right. About making those around you better. Yeah. Okay. Nice covenant relationship with your teammates there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You so know then. What? Whatever. I'm just saying. So then there's another nigga outside of uh, U U UCLA, man. Shout out to the Bruins. His name's uh, Lonzo Ball, and he's just a dog. Right, mm -hmm. so he's probably going to be one of the number one or two draft picks in the upcoming draft for the NBA. And his father is like cocky as shit, talking about my son's better than Steph. My son will dunk on Barkley. Barkley need to shut up talking about my son because he ain't got no rings. Maybe if he had the heart of a champion, he would feel the same way about himself and da da da. So what, and when it comes to vicarious living, when it comes to speaking out of turn, maybe in this era era of social media that we have, mm -hmm. when should you just keep your motherfucking mouth shut, G? Like, okay. is that the situation where he's speaking out of turn? I think you gotta. I think you, the parents, gotta step back, and mm -hmm. sit down, and let your let your son do it. Let um, him be great. Just because I know many careers have been ruined um, with with uh, young men coming out of high school and college with these sports because mm -hmm. the parent, whoever their guardian was, would mm -hmm. be the asking for my money yeah. or constantly saying stuff in the media. Right, and right. just like, why? I think a prime example of that was uh, Tiger Woods. They said that, you know, his father was writing big checks. Tiger was dope, though. He was writing big checks as his son was, you know, emerging through the collegiate ranks and the amateur ranks. And then it became a situation where, I right, so he lived up to all the hype, if not exceeded it. But then when he did have his fall from grace because of personal things, not personal, not professional things, the, the the masses or the critics that probably, probably wasn't rocking with his father the whole time was like damn near standing up and clapping for his downfall as opposed to it just being something that happened. Well, they were waiting for like, him to fall off. And he was man. and he was uh, threatening to win uh, more titles than uh, who is it? Who, who's the most famous golfer ever? It's like Phil. It's not Phil Nicholson. It's um, it ain't Arnold Palmer. That's just my favorite drink. But it's I I look it up. But who? He, Jack Nicholson. Jack what? Say it. Say it. Say it to the mic, D. Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. Oh, like yeah, Jack I was. Nicholson. Yeah, I was thinking of the Joker and shit. I was thinking of the Joker. My fault. My fault. See that lets you know how much I don't fuck with non-black sports. All right. But shout out to Serena and uh, Venus nonetheless. All right, so uh, we go move on out and into spirituality. And we're going to bring our special guest in. We're not going to officially introduce her yet, but I do want her to weigh in on these next two topics, which are spirituality and politics. And then I'm going to give her the stage to talk all that cash, all right? So we're talking about Fat Tuesday, man. Now, first and foremost, I was told, so I didn't, I don't know this for a fact, but I was told that. Fat Tuesday, that's, you know, how you go to Mardi Gras and you go to mm -hmm. New Orleans and you kick it for Fat Tuesday. I heard that has a religious connotation to it. Has anybody else heard that? Is that fact or fiction? Fat Tuesday got something to do with religion? Okay. Uh, the board ops are saying, yeah. What you, is that true? You never heard of that? Me either. Okay. Somebody got to tell us something, G. I, I ain't never heard of Fat Tuesday. How you going to get drunk and have sex with people for Jesus? They got something to do with Jesus? Is it like more of a satanic sure thing? Right. I don't right. think it has anything to do with Jesus. And then they said, um, so Ash Wednesday was this past week, I believe, and people rocking the, you know, Ash. The, yeah, you put a blunt out on your forehead. Whatever. So this I is my thing. Oh my that's God. a that's a Catholic only thing. Mm 
because I'm hearing that Ash Wednesday is something that is just Christian based, but it's really that Ash is only that Catholics do that. So even people that observe Ash Wednesday, they don't necessarily put the ash on their forehead if they're not Catholic. Is that okay, true? Okay, well, because I went to Catholic school. So, so y'all had to put the blunt they out? Put the, shut up. They put the ash on your forehead. Where was the ash from? I mean, it's probably a blunt. No. no it's probably a blunt. Whatever. No? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. All right. I can't. I can't uh, Lent. All right. So Lent is upon us. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm hearing that Lent is supposed to be symbolic of the reflection or the representation of the 40 days before Christ died and then, you know, went into the tomb and then re right. was resurrected on the third day. So is that is that accurate? That's what Lent is? When he went into the wilderness and was tested three times and all those good things? That's what they say. Okay. So then the purpose behind giving up something for Lent is because he had that wilderness experience and he gave up a lot of things so that we can have what we have today. Is that? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. All right. So what did y'all give up for Lent? Go ahead, special guest. Not participating in Lent. <laughs> oh, no. What did you give up for Lent? I hadn't done anything yet, but we were talking about it earlier. I said I would give up cursing. Lent has begun. I know. You have to give up cursing for 40 days, though. I know, and I said I, I, that means I can't drive for 40 days. Right, right, because oh, no. you are, you are <laughs> them potty mouth drivers. Jeezy. Yeah. What you say cannot be held against you in the court of law, <laughs> so just, you know, speak freely. I don't, I, don't, I don't celebrate Lent either. I actually heard that, like, people give up, like, they say I'm fasting. And they gave gave up give up food a lot of times because they're like, oh, it's Christ like, or you know what I'm saying, Christ gave up food when he was in the wilderness, and then I'm also hearing that he gave up so much, so many other things, and food was just kind of like a default because it wasn't a lot of shit to eat out there. And it wasn't like he was on purpose giving up food. Yeah. No, so that's interesting to me. That's hard. Yeah, there's not, there, and that's the thing. I gotta really reflect and examine like See, what hard, what do what, i need to give up live i live without. such an easy life that it's yeah. kind of like what do you use every day or do right. every day that will be like oh it's supposed to be a sacrifice yes so i mean but can give up facebook because they're right right like a social media yeah. fast yeah. Can't that. you can't do <laughs> that she can't do that she said don't even but see that's probably something that you should right i should but, uh. <laughs> real close. no get real close so, uh, so a sacrifice. So I think Calvin. I think Calvin should give up his nieces and cook your own meal never, for forty days. Never. Never. I, I just told him the other day. I said, look, when when the when the guys come knocking at the door trying to ask for y'all hand in marriage, I'm examining them with a fine tooth comb because I know my meal's finna stop. <laughs> I said, y'all niggas ain't never get married. G. I'm hating on all y'all niggas. G. Exactly. On the real, G. Y'all trying to get my beef stroking off. G. What you mean? Don't act like I don't be bringing lunch for everybody. But uh, D. Curtis, did you give up anything for Lent? Red meat. Red meat. So he's not eating out no Puerto Ricans. Nah, I'm just playing. Hey, so listen, man. We're going to move out of Lent and go into Easter. Anybody know the date on Easter? No. No? Okay, but Easter is the end of Lent. Is that correct? It's like the first weekend in April. 9th, April 9th? Yeah, so April, Sunday, April 9th is uh, Easter. So y'all get y'all purple, pink, and lavender suits ready for all y'all one time a, a year church going ass niggas. Do y'all know a lot of people like that that only go to church on Easter? Yeah. yeah. Did y'all used to do that growing up? No. no. You step in that bitch looking like Steve Harvey Jr. We used to low key do that. We used to go to Stearns. Y'all remember Stearns and Joaquin? <laughs> we used to go to Stearns and get us a new motherfucking outfit. I remember I had a five-piece button up, G. Like, it was five buttons. I ain't never seen a suit. Yeah, you thought you was so <laughs> Man, me and John sure. Taylor, nigga, we thought we was doing it, G. Looking like somebody goddamn drunk uncle that's sober. But, uh, yeah, so shout out to, you know, everybody's going to go on Easter egg hunts and all that shit. Cadbury Bunny, y'all fuck with that, though. Them chocolates. Brock, 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 brock. 
I don't even do the bunny thing. Because I heard there was some meaning behind that. I have a girlfriend who's really into different. She pagan? Stuff. She's pagan? No, but you know, she, she reads a lot. Okay? Okay. She's well read. Yeah. Okay. And um, there's That's a meaning damn near behind. Pagan. Shut up. There's a meaning behind the Easter Bunny. There is. So I don't. You don't fuck with that shit? Reese don't fuck with a lot of shit, man. <laughs> Fellas, step your game up, man. Y'all, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers got to be agnostic and <laughs> Christian at the same time to get the draws. I don't know if it's going to happen. All right. So now we go move. Oh, let me ask that you this before we move out of that. <laughs> my bad. I'm in rare form. I'm just geek. My, my, my childhood friend is here. He's sipping. Okay. Right. Uh, what holidays do you celebrate even though you know that they fake as hell? So, for example, for example. Y'all know that New Year is not New Year, right? Because if the if the year is new, things are supposed to be blooming and in blossom, and it seems like spring is more so New, year. new year, right? So why the fuck do we celebrate uh, New Year in the dead of winter some years? You know, people want to get dressed up and go out and have a good time. Yeah. Black folks. You're right. Put on your nice we'll, dress coat. Right. It can be below zero. Man. We get up. We put that fur on. We going. At, well, not we. But right. They are. Right. You a homebody. <laughs> yeah. I heard. I heard. Have you ever heard that the first person you kiss or the person you kiss on the countdown is the person you're supposed to fall in love with or love the most that year? I be hearing a lot of these superstitious things. Now, do you yeah. try it out? Oh nah, hell no, nah, man! That's one thing. Like I had sex with you, but I'm not gonna kiss you, G. Oh my god, that's, yeah, a that's whole too intimate. Topic. I'm just saying now, that's too I, intimate. I, I have heard that when the kisses are way that, too intimate for me, like, really? G. Yes. I couldn't believe a female will allow that. Oh yeah, it happens. It's a thing. It's definitely a thing, <laughs> though. No, no. It's, yeah, it's definitely a whole topic in and of itself. Kiss it, okay? All right, right. I won't kiss it. No, no. Her name's no, no for a reason. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move out of that and into politics, man. So what's been going on with uh, Bessie DeVoy? She's been chopping shit up since she's been in, in, in the office, huh? She got over the hurdle. Everybody that was hating on her had to shut up, and now she's officially the Secretary of Education. But what is she doing with that newfound authority? Either one of y'all can answer and weigh in if y'all know about it. Um, I haven't heard. I know you were telling me some stuff um, earlier, but I I really haven't heard anything or any cuts specifically besides the enrichment program. Right. Yeah. She's cutting out of different out of schools. Period. Um, What's the why behind that though? Or is she just like I'm cutting I, it? I just think she she believes in private education. Right. And so nothing else makes sense to her. And right. I don't think she's gonna try to understand anything else. She a product of her environment. I, just, I really feel like like I was watching Dateline at home and I just feel like we are these next four years is just gonna be like a tornado we just spinning this shit Black Mirror dog this is Twilight Zone for real for real you know what I'm saying the the, the Tr- Truman Show this is the Trump Show G that's all it is and then what's up with your boy Dr. Ben Carson <laughs> Daly what's up with this nigga dog I saw a, um, a meme that said Akuna Matata Oh yeah, cool. emphasis oh, on the cool. coon. So for those of y'all that ain't woke on the subject, he was giving a heartfelt speech about immigrants, I believe, and had the audacity. But it was to the HUD organization. Yeah, like I don't understand how it matches with what is that? Uh, urban uh, housing, housing, housing yeah, the housing or urban development, right? So for one, he's not supposed to be in that position because he's a neurosurgeon. He's a neurosurgeon, and this nigga's now running. And he basically was saying that, you know, um, us immigrants were on the bottom of the boat trying to come over for a better life. Came over here voluntarily looking for new opportunities. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. How do you think these slaves, you call them immigrants, 
But I was talking to a girlfriend of mine, and she said that's the new agenda that they're pushing in these schools. Oh, to that say slavery no wasn't slavery. a right. It's just immigration. Immigration. I, I can. Hey, we we talked about this before. How the story, the history, is written by the victors. Stay woke, y'all. Stay woke, cause they're gonna try to cover up your baby's eyes even more. So I remember when I went down to Champagne, and we always had this affirmative "I'm black and I'm proud" thing when I was in school. Now there's more multicultural push. Okay. Let's so. not have a black house. Let's not have an Asian house. Let's not have a La Casa. Let's have a multicultural center where everybody has their own wing and we'll determine who uses the common spaces based on utilization. So you know the Asians are going to stick together and be like, right. shit, our office hours are at 100%. Let us get that auditorium. Right. African Americans going to struggle because it's like, yes. oh, well, shit, we don't even, we ain't woke. We ain't, right. we ain't hip to the game. Right. Well, I, said, I just wow. saw on the news um, down at U of I, they're having a bake sale. But the prices are based on race. Wow. Like it, your income level? National income level? Like so how is it based on race? Say you come by you want to buy a cookie, right? right? You black. Then you want to buy a cookie. Let's say you white. His price may differ from yours because you black. But he should pay higher is what I'm saying. Well, they didn't. They didn't. That's what I want to know. They didn't go know. into it. I'm all about the affirmative action and the deep dis- <laughs> discounts based on my ethnicity. But if it negatively affects me, that's racism. <laughs> That's racism. I gave with you today. I'm just saying, if it benefits me, I'm on well, foot. I mean, the kids are like, why, why even start that? But the, the the two white guys who started this, he was like, I just think this needs to be a conversation on the lower level. And then when people understand how it affects yeah. us yeah. on the base, mm-hmm. then they will the understand application how, of it, right. how it is affecting I'm us with that strategy. in the White House. And I'm with like, that strategy. Oh, okay, I guess I that see. makes sense. Stay woke, y'all. All right, so we're going to move out of politics. We talked about spirituality a little bit. And now we're going to introduce our special guest for the evening and we picked this sensual ballad playing in the background courtesy of the great stevie wonder one of the last real niggas alive mike gone prince gone quincy on his way out so all we got left is steve huh he on his way out he on his way out if you've seen the tevin campbell video be gone first stevie or quincy i don't know and i don't want to jinx none of the niggas but i want to hold on to stevie so the lady I'm about to introduce is definitely lovely, man. She hails from Zion, Illinois. She's a proud graduate of, I think, the class of 2002. Yeah. All right. From ZBTHS. ZBTHS. Shout out to the ZBs, man. And she drove all the way down here to be with us to talk about family, to talk about politics, getting involved in your local um, community organizations and just, you know what I'm saying, really taking instead of just complaining about trump and complaining about things going on at the national level how can we get involved and galvanize some resources that directly affect us here in our own communities man so without further ado please join me in welcoming the lovely miss jaquanda nelson <laughs> all right all right all right Thank aka no nah, i ain't gonna say yes, her nickname please. from back in the day man but uh go ahead and introduce yourself to the people tell me a little bit about what you're about baby girl that's what happens when you know people from Man, back in the day, you know people right? that you know. <laughs> yeah, well, first, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I'm not going to do a whole bunch of shout-outs, but I do want to shout-out my husband. Shout him out! Me, Brian. <laughs> Class of 2000, baby in the building! <laughs> she was trying to hang with us, but she was a baby. She was a baby. Um, just for always supporting me, always having my back. So, um, wanted to talk about the importance of um, being involved locally, mm-hmm. uh, voting in the upcoming local elections. Um, but even before I get to that, I want to talk about the why. So I have three lovely children. Yes, she does. I don't even know if they're listening anymore because Calvin's bad mouth. I was like, oh, it, yeah, it. I do be cussing. I do be cussing. My fault, babies. Let's try to keep it clean. For right. I'm saying so my babies can listen. Freak and dope. <laughs> I know. All right. I know. But um, yeah, and I just look at our communities and, you know, if we think about 
things that are happening, everything that's going on, you know, police brutality. Yes, these are things that are impacting us now, but what are we going to do about it now so it doesn't impact our children? So every time I'm getting involved with something or getting involved in my community, that's, you know, the reason why. But another thing about our communities is we're very reactive, Mm. right? Like we don't really want to do things until something happens. So again, if you look at police brutality, you know, you'll see it on Facebook. Everybody's posting, you know, then we're, now we want to boycott businesses and then we want to do a whole, let's support, you know, African-American businesses or black businesses now, you know, because something happened. And so, you know, it really is about a shift in the mindset of how do we become more proactive in the things that are happening? And that's a whole different conversation within itself too. True indeed. But, you know, voting locally is a part of that. So everyone's been you know posting about Trump you know everything you know DeVos and all right. Ben Carson right. everything that's happened nationally but a lot of people aren't paying attention to what's happening locally right I agree these are the people who are making choices about what happens on your block and that so, directly affects us yes even more yeah even Mm -hmm. more and so um i always see i always use this as an example if you live on a street where you know cars are driving by quickly and you got a whole bunch of kids on that street if you want to get a stop sign on your corner all you got to do is go to a city council meeting there are two you know i know in zion there are two uh, meetings a month you go you speak about it um, you connect with, you know, the all or the we have commissioners, but aldermen right. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, you connect with them. They'll go to the people who need to do it, and you can get a stop sign on your block. Right. You didn't, you know, you didn't have to go and get a bill made. You didn't have to go to Springfield. This is right, right down the street. Right. right. And so a lot of people kind of see it as like a them thing. You know, like I don't get involved in politics, and that's right. a them thing. But it is impacting me, right? Yeah, right. It definitely is. So these right. are the people making decisions about your school, the quality of the school for your kids, um, park district district funds um i have a friend who actually ran for commission or he i'm sorry he was appointed as commissioner and within his two weeks he a vote came before him and he's like you know i don't want to vote to up the parking sticker because you know how big the parking sticker is in zion oh yeah, yeah. How, much is, how much is y'all parking we have sticker? a city we should know this but yeah, what it <laughs> it's is like for? 70 or something yeah. i could be wrong that's it okay oak park is 70 if you're late it's yeah. like fifty yeah. normally. Yeah. The city is about eighty-five, ninety-five dollars, yeah. and the late fee city. that I got hit with yeah. the day after my shit oh, expired, yeah. two hundred <laughs> bucks. Wow, that's Illinois. Damn man. But that's the thing. Like, yeah. so I paid three times. They probably upped it, and you didn't even know it. So yeah. my friend, who was um, a commissioner, was like, "I don't really feel comfortable voting for this. Um, we're gonna put it back on our residents. It's not a long-term solution." Right. So he was able to vote note on that. So it's really like these are the people that's the voice for you. Like right. he's there, but he's a voice for people in his community. They're making decisions for you, and really they're accountable to us. But people don't realize, right? That, right? right. Right. And so even in our last election, um, our voter percentage was average fifteen percent right Damn. no actually it was 20 percent last year about 25 but the two years before that for our mayor it was only 15 percent of people who participated right on average and and this is the mayor of your city and only 15 percent of people saying like i want to choose the person that represents me right. so when you don't vote you're actually still letting someone make choices oh, about yeah. not voting is a vote yeah. y'all right. stay woke yeah right. so anyway so just um something that we're doing that i wanted to you know share what we're doing locally is there's a group of us and i i can i shop them Shout them all out, G. So Johnny and Marlene Smith, who are my parents, I shout, try not shout, to say that publicly. Shout out to the Smiths. <laughs> I try not to We're going to talk publicly. about Mama Smith a little bit later. Calvin, you are just so inappropriate. What you mean? I'm, I'm a finest frog here, man. It ain't my fucking fault. I mean, my freaking fault. King. I love okay, Miss Smith. But so funny, when, but when, when my son is at your daughter, you have a heart attack. I will. 
punch your son's face off his face. And I love that boy. But I love my daughter even more. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. You have to ring him in a lot. Seriously. Lasso. Ronisha Franklin, Chantel Taylor, Clint Davis, Janae Lateef, Pam Jeffries, Alyssa Burdick, Andrew Gomez, Akidar. And it really is an initiative that we all came together. It was like, you know, how do we get people to know what's happening locally? A lot of people in all honesty, just don't know. So if yeah. I'll say, are you voting in the upcoming elections? They'll what say, election? Wait, I just voted in November. I'm what saying, election? Right. Yeah. Because right. I was going to ask that question. What upcoming April election? April 4th, yeah. So you what? Guys, yes. Right. Do we you have the what? register? You sh- you're already registered to Damn. vote. Damn. So if you're, any of your information changed, you need to make no, sure no, 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 I have no, a new, same, same new voting site. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm going to need to get that in. And so, who are we voting for in these things? You. So usually, so it's not mayor now, but like aldermen, right? your aldermen, usually they rotate their okay. park district board um, mm. members, your school board members, right. um, mm. you know, people, a uh, highway commissioner. But check this out. Check this out. When you go to vote in this upcoming election, what is yeah. it called? What is it called? Like, it's not called the... So it's know, just well, it's, this is a consolidated. Consolidated. So you guys okay. had a primary in February. Right. We did not because the voter participation was so low. They were spending more money to um, set up the voting polls and the the Damn. spaces than people turned out. So we don't even have a primary. So usually how it happens is if you have like four people running, you vote to get the top two, and right. then you vote in the consolidated. But okay. we don't even have that because wow, voter participation niggas in Zion so drawing low. straws, boy. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So Mayor that's Quimby. So <laughs> that's why it's so important. Um, so anyway, so what we're doing is one is just raising awareness um, in a very just connect people to it. Like again, a lot of people don't realize it's impacting you. Yeah. So how do we connect them to it? So we're um, we, we're doing a own my town. Okay. Um, hashtag, hashtag. Yes. Hashtag. Okay. WN my town really just telling people like let's take our town back like let's let people see that we're holding you accountable you're making choices for us and we're gonna be a part of that true we all committed to writing down a list of at least 10 or more people mm-hmm. who we are gonna make sure they go vote so I'm literally like managing well I have more than 10 but I'm literally right. managing people like hey upcoming elections are coming April 4th and I'm gonna check in with them like hey it's March 20th right. it's early voting you can go vote right. now so niggas be need reminders ride. though yeah but so when you go to the polls yes. so if you vote for somebody that is for let's say Zion Park District, okay, right, or course. Chicago Park yep. District, right? Yeah. Is it going to say Democrat or Republican? Well, some, some. Because you know niggas be in there just looking for D's. Yes. No. Absolutely. Throw some D's on so it. So there's some. <laughs> there are some who are just independent. Like okay. you don't have to really affiliate with a party. Right. So yeah. So it just depends. I encourage people. You guys have the same thing. So we have Voter Power Lake County where mm-hmm. you can go. You can put your name in, put your address in, your birthday. It'll show you the people you're voting for. Right. It'll show you your actually your ballot will show up probably about mid-March right. so you can look at your ballot before you go in that'll give you a chance to research candidates there's a lot of upcoming forums I know in Zion I'm sure they are here um, you guys the site where if you want to look at your ballot is your your voter information mm-hmm. and that's cookcountyclerk.com and okay. you can get all your information so Again, just, you know, upcoming elections, April 4th, early voting starts March 20th. If you're not registered to vote, get registered to vote. I think you have, um, it might have ended today, now I think about it, but they have something called Grace Voter Registration where you can register right on site. You just need two pieces of ID. And so there's no excuse, right? And so, you know, hopefully you guys can do it too, just um, even if you call it out every week on my town. Mm -hmm. And just, we've been posting, and Calvin, you can share some of um, my posts 
we just been posting like the importance of, of voting locally and how it impacts you directly. So um, yeah, we're super excited. And I think we can really change our communities if we really just get involved at a local level because that impacts us even more than, you know, Donald Trump and his administration. Straight up, man. I agree. Straight I agree. up. I mean, and I didn't realize it until I started seeing the... Yeah. Um, Sophia signs. King and yeah. the other guy the who signs. running against her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, this, yeah. yeah, it's real. Yeah. It's real, man. And like so I tell people, too, I'm sorry, I just want to say one more thing. Like I tell people, too, there's sometimes I really don't want to vote because it's always the craziness of right? just the yeah. whole right. campaign yeah. season. But somebody died for us to vote. Yeah. Like, we, we ha- it's our right to be able to have this voice because somebody died for us to do it. So yeah. it's just really important. That's true, man. And I just think that at the end of the day, Again, we vote every day with our dollars, wherever yeah. you're spending your money yeah, at. Please believe that's, that's a vote. And then a non-vote is also a vote as well. Because if it's, you know what I'm saying, somebody that you don't like and somebody that you don't prefer and you choose not to vote for any of them, you're, you're, kind, you're helping the person yeah. that you don't like. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we saw that with Trump, if nothing else. And it's a lesson learned. So stay woke. So right? state, state um, all your Facebook, your social media so people can yeah, follow get you. In tune. And, yeah, so Jaquanda Choose Life Nelson on Facebook. And then on Instagram, I'm Superwoman J420. And in real life. <laughs> All right. Okay, so whose last name is Nelson? Because that's my last name. I was like, oh, right. That's your right cousin. Here. That's <laughs> your cousin. <laughs> you know, them Nelsons. Everywhere. I told you, Rolling Stones. I'm sure the Nelsons were a slave family at one point. <laughs> oh, no, See? Come on, man. It always comes full circle here on this and a third. Anybody on the live, y'all be sure to tune in um, every Friday and make sure you check the the comments a little bit later because everything that she just said in terms of the dates and the uh, websites you can go to we're going to post them after we okay. get off the live yep. you're now tuned in to this then a third presented by urban broadcast media each and every friday night starring yours truly calvin leroy king the third and the lovely miss reese pc peanut butter cup we have our special guest in the building mr Quanda nelson all right so now we're going to go into relationships which is our favorite topic here at uh this that and the third all right and i really want to segue into this with a little piece I like to call family ties, all right? So, Jaquanda, we talked about this offline, off air earlier. She comes from one of the most popular nuclear families that Zion, probably Lake County, has to fucking <laughs> offer, right? Because you had Willard and Nadine Fields. You had, goddammit, Ronisha's grandparents. You had the Rogers, and you had the Smiths. And they were the youngest, hottest, youngest thugging couple there was right so coming from a nuclear family and now seeing you grow which was a beautiful thing seeing you get married start a family and key shout out to key shout out to the wicks um are doing the same thing how much of an impact do you think growing up in a two-parent household had on your upbringing and what you're experiencing in life currently yeah i'm glad you gave me a heads up because i would have been bawling like oh my god that's so sweet (laughs) unreal um mama's still fine though Thank you for that. I will let her know. No, thank you. Um, okay. Thanks for all those <laughs> basketball games. <laughs> I was telling her, like, that's not where I was going. I wasn't going for the game. I just wanted to see the back of that mama head. <laughs> I just can't deal with you. Anyway. Go ahead. Um, you know, it's really interesting because um, when you're in it, you don't really realize, you know, it's the, the norm for you. Right. Yeah, like, it was the norm. And so I think probably as I got older, um, went off to school and just saw the support system. I think one, um, just knowing people have your back, yeah, like that is yeah. that just means a lot because yeah. there there are things that I never felt like I couldn't do because they were always there saying like you d- can do these things. Yeah. Um, I think too, um, just seeing um, they've been married. It'll be thirty three years this year. Goals. Um, yeah, and, black um, love. 
you know, especially the way relationships are now, it's a lot of Hollywood, right? And I have single friends um, who have such high expectations, and now we got Facebook of people posting trips and, you know, wonderful proposals. Very filtered lifestyles, very filtered lifestyles. And so for me, I'm just grateful that I had an example of, you know, struggling uh, marriages and um, unconditional love, Mm -hmm. which I feel like I really got from my parents. How to love through the struggles. Um, how to love each other even when you don't want to, how to compromise. Um, So I think just really having that structure of um, just saying, like, it's not going to be easy. You will have your struggles, but this is what family looks like, and it's important. So, yeah. Well, we always, before we get out of here, play a game called This, Then, and Third, where we just ask you three heartfelt questions and just got to answer honestly, and that's the whole thing. (laughs) But before we go to it, I do want to ask you this. So being from a nuclear family and having a nuclear family of your own, where do you go, if anywhere, for relationship advice these days? Like, if you have a question about marriage, or anything you might be going through, who do you yes. turn to? Yes, so that's a good one. So I am all about, um, one, asking my parents, but again, there's a, because, you know, if, if I'm dealing with something with my husband, they may not forgive him Man. after I forgive, right? So there's certain Can you pass the ketchup, <laughs> nigga? Get it yourself. <laughs> so Damn, daddy. <laughs> so you can't go, you know, always to them, like definitely lean in for the things that you can, but when I can't, you know, I've been wonderful to have um, great pastors um, right. who are really into pouring into marriages. Um, I do, I'm about resources, mm-hmm. so I love books. One book that I always, I'm just going to shout that out since we're on here, it's called Fierce Women. Okay. And it's about um, women who really understand um, the value of being a support to your husband, which mm-hmm. really helped us because I'm a leader. Every every single place outside of the home, I'm a leader at work, I'm leading teams, I'm leading community teams and everything. So right. for me to try to turn that off at home and let my husband lead right. was a struggle. So that's a book, Fierce Women, ladies, if you need to learn humility, but still be powerful. I think every woman should read that. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> but, right. but, but you find power within that, though. Yeah. And it really does lift the weight, the burden. So I, I'm all about resources. Uh, Love and Respect is a good mm-hmm. book. Um, Love Languages. I know y'all oh, yeah, talking about that. Yeah. Love um, Languages. Yeah. So I'm all about resources, too. But I think people who have been through things, you don't yeah. want to go to a friend who's been married for a couple years yeah. to try to get advice. That's yeah, um, I agree. All right, so let's get to the game before oh, we get up okay. out of here. So this is This, That, and the Third. And uh, I'm going to ask you a question okay. and that's going to be this she's going to ask you that and I'm going to ask you the third okay. so what's your biggest fear in life oh my biggest fear um not doing not doing things and trying because I'm afraid I'm a fail mm. so I'm a big dreamer you have a Brian. fear of fear <laughs> I guess a fear of not trying things like not sometimes trying. things hold us back right. because we don't want to try it because we think we're going to fail so I have so many things inside of me that I want to do but I'm like well they might think I'm crazy or right. you know Brian's going to be like really something else you want to do right. like I want to do this when I grow up so yeah right. real quick question two um, what's thing, one thing off your bucket list you want to do Oh, one thing off my bucket list. Um, put on a play. Oh, okay. Straight like that. Okay. So I got experience in that regard. And the experience. last question is, what is your fondest memory okay. of growing up in Zion? Growing up in Zion. Oh, my gosh. For, it's a whole weekend, right? Right, right. So making sure your chores were done by Friday so you can go skating at the <laughs> rink. You got to go to the rink. <laughs> you got to go to the rink on Fridays. And then Saturday morning, Saturday league in the oh, little yeah. gym. On Brian Colbert league and all that. The Park District league. <laughs> 
So um, those were always fun. Skating was fun, and then the basketball piece. So that's what's up, yeah. man. Well, we thank you for joining yes, us for another episode you. of this, thank that, and third, man. Our esteemed yeah. pleasure. Shout out to D. Curtis Randall for holding it down on the board. Shout out to the Nelson family coming through. Shout out to Mama Smith, wherever you are this evening. Shout out to Papa Smith, but you already know what it is, brother. Your wife is fine. Your wife is fine. And that's why you got good taste. Exactly. Exactly. Scotty Pippen. All right. And then shout out to lovely Miss Reese Peace Peanut Butter Cup. This your boy Calvin Lee Ward King the Third signing off for this, that, and the third. And shout out to my shooter No No. Y'all tune in next Friday eight o'clock right here on Urban Broadcast Media and anytime on SoundCloud and iTunes by searching this, that, and the third. It's been a pleasure serving you. We out. Peace. Be safe. Pepe got you crazy.